Ah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please welcome yourself to the 17th episode of the Blind Counter Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Offset, aka Big Bob, here, and joined here to me today is my executive producer and co-host himself, Mr. Akira Amane. How you doing today, Mr. Sir? Big Bob, doing good, doing good, doing well. Um, been a day, been a day, but here to talk some Call of Duty with the homie and uh, ready to get into it. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. Um, you know, just uh, just getting back into the roll of things here. We just wrapped up Major One over there at Boston, so a lot of Call of Duty, and also a lot of topics of discussion. A lot happened after this Major here, so I'm uh, so much. I'm actually uh, there's a lot to talk about. A lot <laughs> to talk about this week. Real quick, uh, is it like two weeks until uh, qualifiers? Do you know? Um, I actually do not know off the top of my head. I can look it up real Where quick. Where I heard that. We'll, we'll check it out later, um, for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, for everyone here, we appreciate you guys tuning in here live. We're going to get right into some topics of discussion here. I mean, we can just kind of roll right into it if we want here. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. So uh, kind of going into the uh, the first topic of discussion here, we're going to talk about challengers at the, uh, at the Boston event here. Uh, looks like FaZe Clan Black. Um, they were the ones absolutely dominating uh, the scene here. They placed first in the Challengers open bracket there, and then second place came in Hamza, Craze, and Wiz, and Geo. So uh, that's, that's crazy to see there. But here's all the teams that, that placed top 12. Um, and then obviously, you know, your, your FaZe Clan Black, which is uh, the, uh, the team that's been going absolutely crazy. And I'm, if I'm not mistaken, too, I'm pretty sure there was some discussion saying that they... Uh, that they all, if not all of them, have been talking to different CDL teams. I think so, yeah. Have you, I mean, have you heard that? I feel like, uh, I mean, definitely ASIM in my opinion. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Kremp, yeah, all of them, to be honest. If not to come together, is it like Kremp and ASIM as a duo? I, I mean, I think I've, I thought this watching them, like they should go together, but it was only confirmed, like I've heard it a few times elsewhere too, but like... They need to go together somewhere. And, like, I mean, side note, like, that jersey's fire. That yeah. Is so sick. Yeah, no, they've been they've been frying. And, I mean, obviously, this... Like, this, this looks team, like a, a professional team. Like, you could pick out and literally throw away any brand in the pro league and just throw this in here. It'd look way better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and they, they, they've all been um, pros in the past. So, you know, it's definitely yeah. to be expected out of this team yeah. here. I did honestly think that... The EU team, the Bants, Hixie, Beans, and Nasty were going to be the best ones there when it came to LAN. But uh, it looks like a Steambrack, Gremp, and Gang went absolutely crazy. Um, 9 through 12? Oh, damn. Yeah, okay. I mean, top 12, not bad. Not bad at all. No, no. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And then uh, here's the, the, the finals stats here for FaZe Clan going up against Lord Gaming. Uh, I mean, Kremp just going absolutely crazy. Uh, in the series, they've Phase uh, Black came in uh, and 4-1 swept the floor here. Uh, Kremp is king for this series here with a 1.35, 89 kills and 66 deaths. Um, anything that that you want to point out here that to to talk about? Uh, I did watch this like I was up. I mean, not really that early when it was on, like what 10:30, 11 o'clock, but. Uh, I watched it. Yeah, Kremp was going absolutely crazy. Geo was doing his thing too. Craze, um, they were talking about him like the casters. I, didn't, I wasn't too familiar, but uh, you know, he held his own. 1.0, you know, doing 
doing what you got to do, but it was expected. Like, Faze Black, they just, they went crazy. Yeah, I mean, look at Kremp again. I mean, 17K, 17.5K damage, dude. I mean, that's just insane out of him. Golly. Um, For sure, for sure. Um, Okay, well, I mean, cool. So congrats to them there. I mean, Kremp, I could definitely see them going uh, pro this year, maybe. Um, I mean, we could talk about it right now. I mean, what, I mean, do you think any teams that would, I mean, we actually, let's, let's put that, let's put a pin in that one. <laughs> is it, is it coming up? Maybe. Because we have the Toronto Ultra CDL finals coming out and, uh, Toronto is your 2024 major one champions for this year here. So Scrappy Insight, Dylan Envoy and Kleenex were going absolutely, uh, rogalation and they won a grand total of 150k between the four of them there um so that's that's Jeez. actually insane there so they got a bag you know scrap loving that oh yeah you know his girlfriend loving that too um and you know to to kind of go off of that now with this win here for envoy he ties priesta for the most land wins in the cdl which i'm pretty sure is five so that's pretty crazy that is crazy that is crazy i didn't know it was like someone was coming up so quick on that but like because i was like you know his thing but Nah, you can, uh, I mean, it's just going to keep building and building. That's interesting, though. Most land wins yeah. in the CDO. I mean, Envoy uh, is just a monster in itself, too. I mean, yeah, uh, he's, he's been on some great teams in the past. He's been on Optic. He's been on LA Thieves and won the ring there. And now he's on uh, Ultra. And they're going to they're, they're gonna be some, some heavy competition this year, for sure. I definitely see them being uh, consistent throughout the year. Um, you know, beating, beating Faze like that back-to-back. And then also... Um, you know, subliners and all the top teams as well. I mean, they definitely had their fair share of runs. I'm ready to see what they do up against Optic. Um, it's yeah. Gonna be a, it's going to be a good good time. Sure. I was hoping. I was hoping. Yeah. Um, so this is the current standings right now as after the uh, Major 1 wins here. So we got Ultra at 160 points, 10-1 uh, and one in the series with a map count win-loss of 31-8. and eight. And then in second place, we have Atlanta Phase. Number 3, Optic Texas. Number four, Minnesota Rocker. Uh, number five, New York Subliners. Number six, Seattle Surge. Coming in at seven, Miami Heretics. Number eight, LAG. Uh, number nine is your Las Vegas Legion. Number 10 is the Carolina Royal Ravens. 11, Boston Breach. And coming in at dead last, uh, Los Angeles Thieves with 20 points. Uh, series win loss of a 2.6 and a 10 and 20 map win loss. Uh, anything that uh, that surprises you here on this list? Uh, it's, I mean, the it's not like too far, but like just seeing Heretics like at seven now is pretty crazy after the event. Uh, to see Rocker up there, I mean, I think we're all surprised about that. I mean, I'm glad they were able to make a little something happen. Um, Subliners, you know, they that was crazy to see what <laughs> happened. Yeah, the C Subliners get absolutely what? like world starred this weekend here. Um, I mean, they're onliners now. Uh, they're no longer the New York subliners, <laughs> the New York onliners, uh, because they got literally oh, like first round. They were on the front winners. page, brother. They and were on the front page. That's World star. Yeah, yeah, absolutely insane. I was not expecting. Pretty that, sure but, I mean, they got what three would there. I think so. Like yeah, they, they didn't. Insane, dude. They couldn't get anything going. Yeah, so New York definitely surprises me here on this list. Uh, Minnesota Rocker, uh, uh, no one, I don't think anyone saw them coming in at fourth. 
Um, and then, you know, Heretics, definitely uh, an interesting place to see them. And then Boston Breached, I also uh, find them in, like, in, a, in a weird situation there. Because I do like that team. They do have a lot of a high ceiling, but they're just not consistent enough. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely, uh, definitely something to, to mention there. Um, Royal Ravens actually showing up this uh, this weekend was absolutely insane. I was really hoping they would come across the doubleation up against Seattle Surge, but I mean, dude, it was just uh, a masterclass out of Ravens for sure this this weekend here. I mean, coming from you know barely any wins here to taking out the subliners and then almost winning it up against the Seattle Surge. I mean, yeah, definitely like, come on, definitely interesting here. Um. So right here we have the final prize and placings here for, for Major 1. Uh, obviously, first place went to Ultra. Atlanta Phase came in second, uh, winning a total of 90 grand um, and 700, or 75 uh, points to the CDL. And then coming in at number 3 was your Optic Texas, winning a total of 60K. Minnesota Rocker, number 4, 30K. Your LAG and Seattle Surge, 15K. Ravens and Legion. 7.5k and the rest of them got a big ass donut, donut in the bag with no points, no nothing. So it's cool to see um, that these uh, these uh, major one wins mean a lot because I mean 100 points. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of yeah. That's like I mean the money is nowhere near as good as it used to be, but like 100 points is 100 points. The people in the in the reply, it's 26 mil, 30 mil buy-in. Team gets 150K. That's crazy. Though. Yeah. Like, definitely. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, definitely like, crazy, bro. Like, what? I don't, I don't know. Pay to play. Whatever. And I'm pretty sure this the, this prize pool is cut in half. Or not half, yeah. but 25% from last At year. At least. Actually insane. Actually insane. Um, uh, and one less event, right? Or yeah. something like that? One less event. Yeah, definitely uh, definitely insane there. But let's huh. um, go to the website real quick here. And we're going to check out the uh, the matches from this weekend. Um, I forgot to pull this up, so I apologize in advance. So we're going to go into uh. Thursday here. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the, the lands always start with four days on Thursday um, because we have two rounds of, of, of things to go through here. So the uh, the first match of the land tournament was phase versus lag uh 3-0ing the lag um taking home the hard point on skid road the search and destroy on invasion and the control on invasion um is there anything that sticks out to you for this series here i mean i think i feel like it was expected right like i mean they did you know play a little bit but that was just nothing they could do phase was going crazy i mean they were in the you know finals for a reason so uh, nothing too much expected. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I can see here is Celium with a 1.78 uh, KD going absolutely yeah. rogue. I mean, he only died 23 times this series. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's insane. insane. Definitely insane. Um, so, yeah, congratulations to FaZe on that one there. They continue to be uh, victorious and undefeated during that time in uh, the, the tournament there. And then uh, <coughs> the subliners. Get 3-0'd in the next series against Minnesota Rocker. Damn, sure uh, wore the Rocker shirt, man. For sure. So, Fraz's Minnesota Rocker go absolutely uh, masterclass up against the, the previous champs winners. Uh, world champs, they have taken home the Hardpoint Invasion, the Search and Destroy on Karachi, and the Control on Karachi. 
Um, and then anything anything that sticks out to you here in the series here? Yeah, no, I mean, we kind of mentioned it a second ago, just like New York just said, nah, I'm good, you know. Never mind, we'll just go back yeah. to where we came from. I don't understand. I like, mean, actually, I'll, I'll be honest, like, accuracy turned the, turned the fudge he, up this, yeah, uh, this no. series, dude. He's a animal for sure. Yeah, he's he's got that experience too. Like, I mean, I mean, they're the world champs right now. But like, you're right. If they're gonna be playing bad and accuracy's doing well, like you know they're extra locked because he's telling them exactly what to do. Yeah, absolutely. So this this team right here was a definitely a, a a Trojan horse, a dark horse team, if you will, coming out of nowhere and and absolutely slamming the New York Onliners uh, in a three o fashion. Um, <laughs> we're just gonna move off into this next series here. What's going on, Mr. Anxious? Hope you're having a great afternoon. All right, and we're going to tune in here to the third series of the night on Thursday night when it was Toronto Ultra versus the Seattle Surge, and it comes to a 3-0 victory for Toronto Ultra, bringing home the hard point on Skid Row, the search and destroy on Skid Row, and then the control on Karachi. Is there anything that sticks out to you for this series here? Shouts out, Angshi. Uh, no, not really. I mean, I don't know if we'll, it might come up later in all these all these topics, but bruh, Illy was playing out of his mind, and he was out of his mind. <laughs> and yeah. to get 3-0 by Ultra still lets you know how good Ultra was locked in, even more so this weekend, so that's pretty crazy. Yeah, Ultra definitely coming in and slamming Seattle Surge. I mean, they absolutely 100-point clubbed them in the uh, the hard point. And then the, the Search and Destroy, same thing here. 6-2 victory, and then a 3-0 slammage to close it out for the series here. So they definitely uh, were doing work here, Kleenex. I know there were some crazy highlights that they were uh, that they were showing off here. I mean, Kleenex was, was huge on the map here. Um, going absolutely rogue, the MVP. Um, going absolutely insane, the, uh, the first map of the tournament for them. Are the first series of the tournament for them. So I should have put my prize picks on. Like Kleenex did me dirty last weekend, but I should have put more on him this time. Well, you know, for next next round, next uh, next little little song, little song, you know what to do. Um, and then to close out the Thursday night, uh, we have the Miami Heretics going up against the Optic Texas, and this was a 3-0 victory for revenge. Optic Texas to get the revenge on land, taking home the hard point on Kid Row, the search and destroy on Invasion. And the control on Karachi. Uh, anything that point? Uh, anything yes, to point sir. out here? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we just did it off the whistle. It's been a minute since they've been on the stage for Miami, I think. So it was probably like some jitters, you know. You, you know, not that they would get nervous about playing Optic, but that doesn't help with the crowd. And I think it was just it all added up, and they just played better too. I mean, they had to show up regardless. So it looks pretty even. I mean. Shotzi had some good damage in the series. Uh, I mean, relative to everything else going on. So yeah, pretty even. Good teamwork, and they just did it. They did good. Yeah. Um. Definitely, definitely a good series out of the boys. Optic Texas. I know that uh, Mutineer Curse was finally broken with this dubilation. Hey, so, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So good. Good to see that there. I definitely agree with the uh, first. Time jitters as well for the Miami Heretics. Um, okay, and then going into the first uh, series on the Friday night was the uh, New York Subliners going against the Carolina Royal Ravens, and this was a surprising series here 
with the Carolina Royal Ravens 3-1-ing the New York onliners, sending the New York subliners home, placing what? dead last. What? Um, absolute, absolute crazy storyline here on this one. Uh, you know, Royal Ravens taking home the hard point on Karachi, the search and destroy on Invasion. Subliners were able to take home the control on Karachi, but uh, the victorious nailed in the coffin for subliners going home with no money and no CDL points was the terminal hard point with a 250 to 128 victory going towards the Carolina Royal Ravens. Is there anything that you want to speak on with this series here? I mean, I'd just be mad flying wherever playing that match on a cheese map like term. I like terminal, but it's, it can be cheesy. And then just like, okay, Oh, wait a second. We're actually out of the tournament. Like, fuck. Yeah. Like that would suck. Yeah. I mean, the the former world champs coming in and getting, uh, you know, first rounded. Feeling like in first teams, I mean, sheesh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, hey. Tyler fellow, TJ Holly, Gwen and Clayster definitely, definitely turned up. Um, and we absolutely saw a slammage, um, from the Carolina Royal Ravens, and we were all, everyone was surprised to see that they were actually going to come victorious and so hot and heavy. Um, so definitely a, a good team here. I'm very, very surprised. Very yeah. surprised here. And we got Big Anxious in the chat. We got Big Anxious in the chat. Big Anxious, shouts out Anxious. Um, and then coming into the second, uh, second series of the night, uh, of Friday night, we have your LAG going against the LAT Battle of Los Angeles. And uh, LAG comes out uh, in, a, in a fashion of 3-1, uh, taking home the hard point on Karachi, the search and destroy on Invasion, uh, and then LAT clapping back with a uh, control on Karachi High Rise 3-0 victory, and then LAG closing it out on the hard point Skid Row 250 to 182. Uh, anything that uh, got to you here? Bro, do you think... Uh... I mean, you definitely got to think LA's making a roster change, yeah. Yeah. Um, after seeing this uh, this weekend kind of go by like this, I mean, placing dead last, uh, we'll kind of get to it here after everything. But, uh, I mean, Dan Ghosty with a 1.42, I mean, someone get him some help, you know what I'm saying? So uh, we're going to have to definitely get uh, a roster change going. I don't see Ghosty going anywhere with the stats that he's dropping and the things that he's doing. Um, you know, maybe a cami and an afro switch. Um, you know, maybe oh, a yeah. maybe a full full roster change, except for Ghosty. Who knows? I, I mean, I definitely see Joe Deceives with the 1.0 in the series here. I mean, but if we're so positive, and I don't, I just I don't know if they have you know, the good teamwork or or what. But um, but yeah, man. No, I get you. I mean, that's just uh, that's crazy to say though about like afro and cami, but it's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, ever since Cold War, I don't think Cammy's been top tier. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's definitely yeah. been a pro player that can hold his own, but um, I, I think more on the lower end now. So, definitely. Cold War Cammy is gone. Yeah. Pouty face. Bad face emoji. And then moving into the third series of Friday Night here, we have your Miami Heretics going up against the Lost Vegas Legion. And. It is a 3-0 victory for Las Vegas Legion, sending home the Miami Heretics home with Fuck no money and no Fuck. CDL points. Oops. Um, so, I mean, Las Vegas Legion Oops. taking home 
the the hardpoint invasion, the search and destroy Karachi, and the control on invasion. Um, anything that uh, that points out to you here that you want to point out or anything? I mean, I I do like Miami, but you know, just uh, the whole optic thing here recently. So I was like, man, fuck them. So, oh well. Thank you, Legion. Appreciate y'all, boys. Purge, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, bro. Purge. Dude, Purge note. dropping a point four six for this series is actually insane. Went, yeah, like, dude. 24 and 52, first series on land. I mean, we gotta we gotta make a, what, a roster. What, is Journey's a point four five one? Is that what I'm seeing? A point five seven for Journey. Point five seven. Yeah, so they were basically three v three. Those those two were fucking off. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Pretty okay. much. Um. So, uh, as far as what I'm looking at here, I mean, I definitely see, uh, you know, a possibility of hey, purge. What uh, what's going on, man? Do we need to need to bench you for a second and, and put in somebody that can hold their own? Like, what's going on here? Um, so definitely the omit team from last year's challengers winners champs uh, not doing so well this year uh, we see the uh, got rx you know getting dropped and retiring and now we have purge um dropping some stinkers so um, stinky well, only time will tell here only time will tell here <laughs> um but going on to the uh the next match of the fourth match of the friday night here was your seattle surge Going up against the Boston Breach and uh, Seattle Surge, coming out barely victorious in a three-two fashion up against the Boston Breach. Here, Boston Breach takes the map one of Hardpoint sub base, and then uh, the Seattle Surge take home the second map of Search and Destroy on Invasion, and then Boston Breach clap back to be two-one against uh, the the control on Karachi in a three-zero fashion. And then uh, Seattle Surge tying up the series on a hard point Karachi, and then the absolute slammage from Seattle Surge on map five six one on the high rise search and destroy. Is there anything that you want to speak about on the series here? I mean, if they could have clutched up at least one of the searches, at least I mean, bro, Surge and Seattle like obvious. Those those guys are just search superstars, but like. Varsity going, look, hold up, negative, 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 still one. Snoopy go trying to run into his thing. Capsule, I feel like Capsule was hurting, hurting them a little. I mean, just not just because of kills, but like uh, Snoopy, he's just not really a known quantity, so he could be a little unpredictable yet. But like the history of Capsule and what I've seen, like he'll kind of similar to Shotzi, right? Like. You expect him to make a discipline, uh, like a disciplined play. Most of the time, you're like, okay, like I could see why you would have done that or this mm -hmm. or that. But um, they just run, they just run, and it's not really that type of game, or at least the meta not right now. So I feel like he's just like getting caught in some bullshit, maybe a why why, or just going through a door not thinking, and it might have cost it a little bit. But I mean, the searches in Seattle, like you got to clutch up at least that second hard point, or you're done. And that's yeah. what happened. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I mean, Flasher going absolutely huge this uh this series here with a one point four five KD, um eighteen K damage and ninety four kills. I mean he absolutely went crazy, um, and then caps it all. Yeah, I mean he's got to the lowest kills in the series here with sixty three and seventy seven uh kill death ratio and twelve K damage. 
Um, so yeah, he must not have been having a, a good time on the series here. But unfortunately, this uh, this sent the Boston Breach home with no money and no CDL point. So um, interesting to see that there out of the Boston Breach. And then we have the final match of Friday night here of LAG and Las Vegas Legion, and LAG coming out victorious in a 3-2 fashion. Um, and the series was definitely a, a swing series here for, for LAG, because uh, LA, or Las Vegas Legion uh, took home map 1 and 2, the hard point on Kid Row, and the Search and Destroy on Invasion. Um, so they were up 2-0 in the series, and then Las Vegas uh, Gorillas decided, or I'm sorry, Los Angeles Gorillas uh, came back with a full sweep of the control on high rise dub, the high or the hard point on Karachi dub, and the search and destroy on terminal dub in a six one fashion. Anything that uh that sticks out to you here? Um not really just one of those inevitable games. Like I was paying attention to be honest, but I was just kinda of waiting, like at this point. But um LAG came out on top. That's uh not what I expected, but Definitely can go either way. Um, let me see. That's that last one though. Like, they couldn't get more on them on search. Like, that's interesting to me, especially after winning the invasion. So, who knows? Wonder what they'll be working on. Yeah. Um. And I see Purge kind of being uh, a positive. Uh, KD here with a 73 and 72 for the series here with a 1.01. He barely went positive, so I think he was like, I have to do something for this team here. Um, and he definitely showed up and showed out um, this uh, this series here, but unfortunately they couldn't get it done. Um, sending them the Las Vegas Legion home with no money and no CDL nope. points. Um, See ya. Once again, so GGs to them. GGs to them. GGs. And then going into Saturday here, we have the very first map or matchup. It was the Seattle Surge and Carolina Royal Ravens, and this was an absolute nail biter. To the very yeah. end. Um, Seattle Surge and, and Carolina Royal Ravens, I mean, this was an absolute uh, bang out from, from both teams here. And then, you know, Royal Ravens have to be the underdog here. And, and keeping up with these uh, middle of the pack teams on land is definitely crazy. Uh, yeah. Carolina coming home, taking home the map one, uh, hard point on Karachi. And then the Seattle Surge obviously taking home the search and destroy on Karachi. Um, and then the control goes to the Carolina Royal Ravens. Um, in a three-two fashion, and then the hard point was the was the game was the pinnacle of this series here. I knew that that CL Surge is such an, uh, a great S and D team um, that if they lost this hard point, that there was no shot that they were going to win. It was a wrap, dude. And it was a two-fifty to two-forty-seven loss I'd be for sick. Carolina Royal Ravens. I mean, they definitely choked. Um, they definitely choked that that uh, that lead there. I mean, they definitely had Entire, uh, yeah. They definitely had some crazy going on here, and this is when Italy was going absolutely ham. Uh, and a one point five three that map that map four for for the dub for them. Uh, I mean, they barely they barely lost that. I mean, they they lost rotations on that last hill, and they just couldn't break it. And uh, it turned out they uh, they lost. And then you know going into that terminal search, it was absolutely clinical. Search and destroy out of uh, Illy and them, with Illy dropping a, a two uh, uh, a four point five zero nine and two. I mean, this kid was cracked, bro. What the fuck? Cracked. 
Like this dude was off his rocker. I'm not he talking. Was, I'm not talking yeah. Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? He was off that reverse Benjamin. He was going absolutely insane. Yeah, 92 kills with a three 1.31 KD for the series. Um, with 19k damage. I mean, this dude was shooting. He was um, seeing the past, the present, and everything that will be. Like yeah, that third team. eye was wide open for sure. <laughs> um, I mean, anything that that really sticks out to you on this series here? No, nah, low key. I wish uh, Ravens would have got it just because of being in the Carolinas. But uh, I mean, good games. That definitely was a fun one to watch. This is when it, things were getting good. Yeah, this was definitely the uh, one of the best matchups to see here. Definitely on on the side of the fence with you, man. Definitely wanted to see Carolina Royal Ravens, a good underdog story, and then also that Carolina homage. Um, I wanted to see them come out victorious and, and definitely see what they could have done against Optic for sure. But um, but yeah. So then uh, going into the second uh series of Saturday was your uh, Atlanta phase going up against the Optic. Texas and Atlanta phase. I don't talk about it, man. Atlanta phase. Atlanta <laughs> phase. Three twoing Optic Texas. Um, Optic taking home the hard point on sub base, and then Atlanta phase clapping back, taking home the certain Storm invasion and the control on high rise. And then once uh... again, your Optic Texas taking home the fourth map, which was a hard point on invasion, and then they just couldn't get it done on the search and destroy on high rise in a six two fashion. Dub and win series for Atlanta. Is anything to uh, speak about here on the series? Not really. Wish Optic got this one. Uh, we had a rematch a little later on. Uh, they were just uh, if we could clean up search against them, it would have been really interesting to watch a fate, uh, ultra match. But it is what it is. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, definitely think Optic Texas is almost there uh, as far as. Being able to be like number one, uh, I mean, obviously they have some great, uh, some great hard point games, but they just can't win a search. Um, so I think some more, some more time in the tank for uh, for some search and destroy. Maybe I don't know, practice some more or something. Get some. They need some to practice going. just like I know it's his play style and that's what he's known for, but like evolve the game plan. Become a better player by knowing when to slow down. And I don't know. Shots Shotzi can do it all, but like he doesn't need to. So hopefully there's like a balance that's found. And then get let Dashy get some more kills, bro. Like I know Pred can hunt and, you know, gather him up and there's only so much to go around, but like Dashy is literally a shooter. He is the best in the league. Like let him get more kills. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it was definitely a stinker out of him this series here with a total of a .78 KD, 58 kills, 81 deaths. Um, definitely, definitely a, a that stinker might have been for some him. homework, too. Yeah, like, he might have just, you know, they, they'd be hitting offies like crazy in this game. Yeah, yeah, so um, definitely a, a, a crucial series out of the boys in green there. Um all good in the neighborhood there. Then going into the third series here on the Saturday night, we have Toronto Ultra going up against your Minnesota Rocker in winter final, uh, or in the winner's round three or two or something like that. Um, and it was a 3-0 fashion for Minnesota Rocker. Uh, I'm sorry, a 3-0 fashion win for the Toronto Ultra, taking home the hard point on Skid Row, 
the search and destroy on Karachi and the control on invasion there. Um, anything that uh, points out to you here? I mean, shout out Lens. Other than that, it was expected. Yeah, definitely uh, a big a big series out of Lens. The the rookie there holding his own. Big Wake showing up. Uh, but uh, I mean, Scrappy, Envoy, and Kleenex going crazy in this series here. Uh, but but much to be expected from Toronto Ultra. Uh, moving on into winners finals. Dun, 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 dun. And then the, the last, the very last matchup of the Saturday night. Uh, oh, did I miss one? Sure did. Uh, the fourth series of uh, of Saturday night was the Optic Texas going up against your Seattle Surge. This oh, yeah. was a crucial like win this. for Optic like Texas, this. sending home the Seattle Surge in a three-one fashion. Optic taking home the hardpoint sub base, and then obviously Seattle Surge taking the search and destroy home. On terminal, and then Optic Texas taking home the control on invasion and the hard point on terminal. Anything to uh, to speak on here? Uh, glad we won. It was cool to. Um, I mean, we. I'm so glad we didn't have to do another search with Seattle. I mean, we were decent against them, but like you can just see, that's where we need to work on a lot of things. But um, other than that, it was cool to see them play against Hugh and Illy. Uh, I mean, even Arcity's from the Chicago Huntsman days, right? So it was pretty cool. Uh, definitely glad Optic got that one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, it is kind of crazy to think about that. Illy, Arcity's, and Hook were all on Optic at one time. So. Right, and they're all like, fuck, bro. Like, they're just sitting there like, <laughs> fuck. Um, definitely a big Cold series. Hell out of Seattle, <laughs> and they're not Texas. Uh, definitely a big series out of Dashy, Pred, and, and Kenny all going positive. Um, well above positive with the 1.29, 3.1, and 3.6. Um, and then Shotzi barely negative with the 0.99. So good series well, Optic there. Surge, Optic Texas. And then the last series of the night was the Minnesota Rocker and LAG. Uh, and Minnesota Rocker taking this home with a 3.2 fashion there. Uh, Minnesota taking home the hard point on Karachi. Uh, and then LAG taking home that second series, <clears throat> that second map, uh, Search and Destroy on Invasion. And then Minnesota Rocker tying it up there in a 2-1 fashion on control uh, and invasion. And then, um, I'm sorry, the LAG taking home the control on invasion. And then Minnesota Rocker taking home the fourth and fifth map, which was a hard point on Skid Row and Search and Destroy on Terminal. Anything Look at the to, KDs, uh, bro. Yeah. Look at the teamwork to win it. Yeah. Uh, LAG, surprisingly, almost all of them positive. I mean, Diamond Con... 1.21, Assault 1.15, Fame 1.07, uh, and still taking the L is something to think here. And then Minnesota Rocker, all negative, but coming home victorious was definitely insane to see there. Um, and they were all rocking 1. Point, or, uh, 0.9s, so, um, and all had some decent damage too. So definitely some good good um, teamwork out of the boys there. And um, yeah, taking out the series on Saturday night going into... Sunday Championship Sunday here, uh, which goes to be the first series is the Minnesota Rocker and Optic Texas for top four. Obviously, Optic Texas comes out victorious in a 3-1 fashion, um, sending Minnesota home in fourth place. Optic taking home the hard point on Invasion, the Search and Destroy on Karachi. Minnesota taking home the control 
on Evasion, and the uh, series win goes to the Hardpoint Skid Row for Optic Texas in a 250 to 176 fashion. Anything to speak on here? Uh, expected, like a couple of the other ones before. To be honest with you, um, love seeing Pred just do his thing, like actually finding a groove and just playing that fucking lay down spot, some cruddy ass little angle. But uh, no, they did good. The control was a little weird. I thought we were definitely gonna be better at control. Uh, we is an optic, but uh, just glad they got the win. Glad for a top three. I mean, this is like a. I don't know what it was, what's expected, but still it feels good to know like what you expect actually comes to fruition. Like they're actually really good teams. The speculation is like not just speculative. So yeah, it was definitely good to see this win. Absolutely. I mean, definitely uh, Pred was frying this, uh, this series here with 81 kills and a 1.37 for the series and 14K damage, your damage leader for the series as well. Definitely, uh, definitely a, a hard carry out of uh, Predilation there. Um, and then going into the second uh, the second series of Championship Sunday is your Atlanta Phase and Toronto Ultra. And Ultra coming out victorious in a 3-1 fashion against Atlanta Phase, taking home the hard point on Karachi and the Search and Destroy on Invasion. Uh, Atlanta Phase clapping back with no hands on the control on Invasion. And then <laughs> uh, the hard point on Subbase was a victory and series win for Toronto Ultra at 250 to 128. Anything to speak on here? I mean, bruh, what? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. it might be ties of turning, you know, maybe it's it's Ultra season for a while, Ultra Dynasty season, so. Yeah, I mean, nah, and to speak on that, too, a little bit, I mean, this was, uh, this was Atlanta Phase's first loss, this, uh, this break, or whatever. Because they were ten and yeah. going into this series here, um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that was I was about to get to that point too. So no, you're right. It's just uh, I know I know uh, old Scott about happy about that ultra win. He's going. He's, <laughs> I can't. Wait. He's probably gonna say some shit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, definitely scrappy going huge this series here with 83 kills and a 1.20 KD. Um. And then on the opposite side, there phase. Raza and Selian both dropping positive as well, 76 and 71 kills for both of them boys there. Um, but they just weren't able to, to, to click well. Ultra being the number one hard point team in the CDL right now, definitely hard to, to get them. I mean, Faze, they need to work on something here as far as their search and destroy because couldn't 6-1 on the invasion? Yeah. Search and destroy is absolutely crazy. But Ultra definitely looking gross as usual. Yeah, they were definitely... Teamwork and all that was gross, but like against Phase, you're going six one. Like that's yeah, I don't that's know. That's actually... They got Selium on a big ass map, and you you gonna do that to him? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then going into the third series here of the night was for top two, uh, Atlanta Phase in Optic Texas, face to face. Atlanta Phase sending home the Optic Texas boys for third place in a three one fashion. Atlanta Phase taking home the Hardpoint Terminal and the Search and Destroy on Invasion. Optic Texas only taking home the Control on Invasion. And then Atlanta Phase coming out victorious in a 250 to 212 score count on the Hardpoint on Invasion. Anything to speak on here? 
Mm. Uh, it hurts, but no, like I said, it's good. Good top three. Uh, kind of expected, low key. I mean, you can just kind of see a few holes in optics uh, game plan. Phase has just been lights out, comparable to Ultra. And those two, you just knew were about to be in the finals. But uh, yeah, they still they played well. They just couldn't close it out. Couldn't bring it back. And uh, heartbreaker. Yeah, heartbreaker for sure to see Optic Texas take the L there. Um, but then, you know, top top three, not bad for the first uh, for the first major. You know what I'm saying? Definitely would like to see them number one. But Atlanta so phase like their first or their sixth. You know what I'm saying? Like there's never <laughs> like a a top three, and you're like, okay, you know, I'll fuck with it. Yeah, and Atlanta phase advances to grand finals up against Toronto Ultra, and they get Gee, four one. Dude, what is going on? Toronto Ultra going absolutely uh, rogue this series here. Best of seven, four-one victory up against Atlanta Phase. Um, Toronto Ultra taking home the hard point on Karachi, the search and destroy on Skid Row. Atlanta Phase was only able to take home the control on Invasion. Then Ultra taking home the hard point on Skid Row, and then the search and destroy on Karachi in a six-two fashion. Anything to speak on in this series here? Uh, kind of, kind of weird on the control, but um, I mean, I thought they were about to four zero them. Like, I thought they were about to just like embarrass the shit out of Phase, but nah, this is uh interesting. I know, uh, old Patty P loving this shit too for his boy Kleenex, but uh, yeah, just picking up Envoy Scrap is absolutely insane. Like, he talks shit, but he backs it up. So like, what are you gonna do? And uh, insight, low key. I mean, look at the dude's KD. Like, he has been going hammy. Dude, yeah, no, this series he definitely turned up. Grand Finals. I mean, he's probably like, yo, last year we ain't about to repeat what happened last year. And no. Buddy dropped a 1.42 with 85 kills. I mean, that's absolutely insane. Against Phase, bro. That's against Phase. Crazy. Against Atlanta Phase, who is not a bad team at all. A top. Top contender for sure. They definitely were. It was uh, never a bad. Yeah, like yeah, that's no, crazy. they're. I mean, that's Stimp, Stellium, Draza, and Abizi. They're dropping a one point four two, eighty five kills, sixty deaths, fifteen k damage. Grinders, like that's yeah, crazy. That's that's actually insane. In actually insane. So, uh, so GGs. Good turnout though. Yeah, GGs. GGs to Toronto Ultra, coming out victorious there. Flashbang. Um. Uh. And then we'll just kind of jump into, uh, let's see here, where's the CDL statistics at? Standings. So yeah, Toronto Ultra sitting pretty at 160 points um, on the standings here. Then Atlanta Phase at 145. Optic Texas, 100. Minnesota Rocker at 75. New York Subliners at 60. Seattle Surge at 60. Uh, Miami Heretics at 50. LAG at 50. Las Vegas Legion at 25. Carolina at 25. Boston Bridge at 20. And LA feeds at 20 as well. So, um, only top eight get qualified to go to champs here. So, um, they have to break at least 50 points here to, to, to get here. So, LAG, um, sitting right there at that borderline there. But Las Vegas, Carolina, Boston, and LAT need to figure out something so that they can get into that champs qualification. But, um, hurting. Yeah. Clayster better get in the top eight, bro, I swear. Yeah, no, I definitely want Clayster to, to hit chance. Like, I'd, I'd rather see, sure. yeah, I'd rather see, get get Gorillas out, put the Ravens in, fuck Surge, get, put Boston in that, I don't know, switch yeah. it up. 
And some of the top KDs out of uh, Major 1 uh, was Cilium with your uh, 1.29, and then Pred coming in at second at 1.23, and Attach coming in at number 3 uh, with a 1.22. So uh, cool to see that you know Attach on Las Vegas Legion um, had, the be had the third best KD um, in the series here, and everybody else was in the top, top team here. And then Felony also at number 8, Carolina Royal Ravens at a 1.06. Um, very, very interesting there. Three of them, ultra, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, and three, three phase. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, definitely a good series. And, okay, felony, doing his thing. Yeah, Diamond Con too. What the hell? Yeah, coming out of nowhere, one point oh seven. Little DC. Yeah, so those are those are some good, uh, good prize picks players to hit their overs for. Keep an eye out. A little hintillation there. Um, then moving on here, and then day one viewership of the major. Uh, peaked at 186 above Major 1 from last year at 159. So Twitch or YouTube, the COD community is definitely undefeated. So last year we had 159K, and then, you know, switching over here to the to last weekend, we had 186 peak viewers. So very interesting to see that we're growing, even though we're on YouTube. Um, definitely a, a good good series and matches this weekend. Anything to comment on this here? Uh I mean, I'm all for it as far as like the perceived growth, but like, what what about it? Do you think also maybe Devil's Advocate, like, okay, first major back, first land back, uh, got the Challengers Cup going on, um, it's phase ultra optic in the top three final, like, you know what I'm saying? Like that had to have just kind of toppled on one another, but I'm glad to see these numbers regardless. This is great. Yeah, this no. is good stuff right here. COD scene's definitely thriving, um, and definitely like to see that. That's why we're any, it always will. Like, people, I don't know, even with the, the game Destiny, like, oh, Destiny's dead. Like, bro, people play the shit out of that game. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then uh, the actual total major one peaked at uh, 245,000 viewers, um, optic, which optic, was optic, the uh, Optic Texas versus Atlanta phase on day three. At 245k, and then obviously Optic and Atlanta on the uh, the finals day, which was the 229 uh, Optic versus Minnesota, which was the 225 Optic, or I'm sorry, Atlanta versus Toronto final uh, was 208, and then Optic versus Seattle at 188 viewers. In your opinion, do you think uh, if Optic was in finals. What what do you think would be the peak viewership there? Finals. Um, I mean, I think if they, you know, it dipped down as well on the final day. I think because they're like, oh, they lost. They might probably lose again, type thing. But if they were in the finals, uh, I'd probably say it was probably getting towards that tipping point. So probably like two sixty, two seventy. Yeah. Yeah. Which would still, which would be. I would be, I would be in just, I'd be, be at even 300k. I wonder what the, I, I forget what the, uh, the top viewership, I forget what top viewership was for, for all time. Bruh. Um, imagine being at the event that 300 viewers were watching, 300k viewers were watching. Yeah, I'd be actually insane. Do you know how lit that event ha would have to be inside? I'd actually be insane. I mean, average viewers for, for the entire stage, major one this weekend was 123k. Um, I mean, that's just, that's insane. 
you know, going from last That's... year's average at 112. Um, and, you know, as far as the peak viewership, um, I mean, we've almost kind of went up 50% because last year's was 159K and this one's 245K. So lots of growth from last year to this year. Um, so that's good to see as well. Damn. And then moving on here, we have uh, some crucial gameplay from Optic Texas. I want to just to kind of go through this at least right quick here because this was absolutely crazy to see Kenny going absolutely rogue um, to win the map here to tie up the series 2-2 for Atlanta phase in Optic Texas. He can get close to winning it though. Oh, oh a huge win out of cell. That would have made him like one point away from Let me uh, make sure these things are correct. <laughs> Wait, yeah, if he breaks it, or broke it. Oh, Kenny. Oh. Oh, no. oh, no. They're spawning close river though, so it's not the end of the world, but they need to get to start getting these kills. One oh, he just went big. Needs to win the, needs to get slipped here. Oh, wait a minute. went huge. Okay. Nope. Nope. Number five is going to get a kill. Oh, there's a wall bang. Now it's just all up to Kenny here. Literally, Jotzi's dead. Look at the look at here. Look at here. We got one person. Pred on. just spawned. Uh... Yeah, Pred just spawned up. We got Dashy right here watching his back, and we got four phase kids coming in hot. Kenny getting one, and then Jotzi getting shit on. You gotta go, you gotta trade. Kenny going huge, turns around, gets a three piece. God, bro. Turn around, turn around, turn around. So screwed. And a four piece right there. Holy shit. Yeah, he went absolutely fucking crazy. Holy shit. Three piece to save it is an understatement. Yeah, that was so. You can't be mad that they like lost. You know, you're like, all right. And that was that was absolutely crazy out of Kenny right there. Um, and then um, there was some news here. <laughs> I don't know if we want to get into it or not, but um, here's the point of view. I didn't want to show Illy's um actual interview. Actual interview, because I I I, 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 I saw this too though. I mean, you can summarize it. What he's saying. So enable the same. For those who don't know, uh, Illy in a post game. Uh, interview on stage uh, was kind of fumbling on a lot of words. He was just kind of rambling. No, he didn't really make a bunch of sense. It looked like Joe Biden up there just talking about whatever, um, just kind of just speaking as fast as he could, just trying to think on his feet. And it wasn't ending well. And then it just showed that um, people assuming that he was taking uh, a lot of substances to performance enhance himself, so a lot of Adderall. Uh, and probably took way too much. That's uh, speculation. It's not confirmed at any means there. But, um, there, I mean, it was just blowing up online here. And then just to uh, kind of put that to bed here, here's the devil advocate side from Enable's point of view. He wasn't on Coke. No. Right? So he gets dropped. Isn't on a team. He goes fucking zero dark 30 for months on social media. I guarantee you, he most likely wasn't leaving his crib, probably was fucking depressed, okay? You add all that together for months on end, comes back, anxiety is probably through the fucking roof, by the way, okay? If any of you guys have ever had a panic attack or just have had social anxiety, man, that shit's no joke, right? And then on top of that, 
He probably minimal food in his body and he's fucking slamming Red Bulls like it's his job. And he's getting booed. Bro, if he was on the bean, he would have been laser locked. <laughs> listening to everything that guy blaze was saying bro he couldn't even look up from his feet man no that's a great point i mean I, I don't know what your take is on that i mean i definitely think this is uh got some truth to, to hold on it there i mean uh yeah. just kind of going back from like the cold war days of illy joining or even on the empire days i mean i know that dude was like very shy and very like reluctant to uh join an on uh, like an interview yeah. and things like that too and he's come a long way since joining optic they can you know train him and get him to where he can start talking in front of cameras and stuff like that but he's always been like that shy dude or whatever you know what i'm saying and uh you know obviously to go to go dark like he did after vanguard and not really do anything after a year i'm sure he was definitely uh going through it mentally and then you know clapping Weird back to be up there again yeah for sure i mean he definitely wasn't looking at his feet but he was definitely rambling so who knows Definitely a, a good discussion to be had there, but um, great, great points from Enable there. And then moving on here, so I thought this was also interesting too, where uh, Rap was talking about uh, dropping 60 on the world champs in Vanguard as an amateur and reveals that he would have teamed with Optic in place of the injured Illy if he didn't get signed with Ultra. Um, so interesting things here. We'll We'll go into it here, but... Is it a possibility that optic scrap will happen at some time? Yeah, oh my god, against the world match. champs. He's hilarious. Listen, against the world champs. Is, it, is that MW 2019? No, no, that's Vanguard. Vanguard, Vanguard oh, against shit. Thieves. He dropped 60 against Thieves in a scrim. Shit on. <laughs> <laughs> You're alright, man. I'm not gonna gas you. You're alright. Yo, you guys would have been oh, your team fucked. Cap? You would have been fucked <laughs> if I played in Vanguard. Wait, is this after? We were fucked anyway. Our team I was hurt. I was top three. Is it after we dropped Cap? Yo, you know if I didn't sign to Toronto, I pro you guys, I, we, I probably would have played with you guys. We would have been gross. I was dirty. In that we game. would have been fucking disgusting. Because you guys were looking for one at like this, like a month later. Oh my god! Against the world, dude. That's crazy to think about, bro. Imagine if Illy got month. hurt, literally for like a month. You know, like, dude, this would have been Optic would have been in a position. Bruh. <laughs> bruh. Yeah, bro's right. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's been doing work, but like obviously Scrap has been insane. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's cool to see. In my head, that's who he would take place. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He's he's absolutely slamming. Scrap and Kenny sounds kind of crazy too. I ain't gonna lie. I love Dashy. I love me some Dashy, but yeah, just saying. True. True. Um, and then moving on to our another point here. So head coach from the Boston Breach says that he won't be changing their roster now. Um, so as far as like a roster change goes after the, the, the placing that Boston Breach had this tournament here, um, yeah. there's a lot of speculation of if they were going to change their team or not. So let's run this clip here. As far as I'm aware, boys, we're not making a change. I mean, it's not my plan. We're going to make it fucking work. We didn't build this roster to give up on it after one major, you know what I'm saying? What does that say about me if I'm willing to quit after one major? As far as I'm aware, boys, we're yeah. So uh, definitely cool to see that they're going to stick together. I mean, they just, they're just they just a new team. You know, obviously yeah, nothing. I mean, they got to. They got to give it time. Yeah. So, I mean, they're definitely got a good ceiling there. So they just got to work on consistency and things like that. And they'll be good to go. Good to roll. And then moving into the Bruh. next topic. After Boston Breach Major, we have the announcement of Sensor retiring from competitive Call of Duty. 
I mean, that was definitely a shocker to see that there. I mean, last year we had Zinni at Boston <laughs> retiring. Yeah, <laughs> Patrick <laughs> Aches. That, that boy aches. That um, boy patty. That boy patty pee. Um, so, yeah, man. So, so GG's to, to censor there. He's, he's done a lot for the uh, challenger scene as well as the COD community in general, too, from back in the day. Days Clan, YouTube with Yannette Garcia, and all of them. So definitely uh, very interesting to see that there. Uh, but uh, GG's to Spencer Doug, Dougie Fresh, Spencer Martin. GG's Dougie. Yep. And then moving on to the some news here That's this crazy. afternoon um, after, after Major here. So CDL has laid off all of its full-time observing staff. Every CDL employee that worked Major 1 uh, worked without knowing that they would have a job this week. And wow. after not being told about layoffs in the team during last week's Activision Blizzard layoffs. So definitely, definitely weird. Definitely weird here. So we do not have a, a full-time observing staff. Um, so who, what that looks like and what that means is there's no longer anybody to essentially do all the camera work for the, for the majors. So when you're watching, when you're observing it on YouTube, how they keep cutting to, to different points of views, different persons. There's someone behind there doing that. There's a team behind there doing that, uh, going to different angles, free cam mode, looking at different maps, making it look uh, aesthetically pleasing and things like that. Um, so, so that's a crucial part of, of the CDL, and they just laid off pretty much the whole staff. So I'm, that's I'm like, interested. Bro, that's, yeah, that's like... There's no coming back from that as far as, like, you could say there's a charm to watching the CDL. Like, okay, maybe there's a, a select few people who are, like, super good, and that's, like, the out, end outcome is what you see because of them. But, like like you said, there's a whole team doing this and that and the other thing, multiple teams. This is, like, the death of the CDL after this year, in my opinion. If they do it another year, it'll be literally, like, yeah, no. I, I mean, know. the CDL They'll needs to be in the back do... of a car wash. Like, come, come watch this play. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. just need to go back to the CWL type thing. Absolutely, absolutely. I agree. We definitely sad to see that there. I mean, we definitely had some great yeah. staff on that point, and they ran a successful event. Um, so yeah, I don't no, know it, why this happened. They did at great all. jobs. Like, shout, shout out to them. I hate that happened, man. Yeah, and on the other side too, Activision Blizzard also let go sixty of seventy-two of their staff on the esports division. So there's currently a total of 12 employees left on the esports division. Um, and, you know, lunchtime bringing up a good point here. I thought this Microsoft thing was supposed to be a good thing, but it's looking like it's not. Um, and they're just kind of coming in and just going absolutely rogue um, and yeah. laying off everybody there. So. But do you think it's also, um, I mean, from the Microsoft thing, whenever th something's like an acquisition happens, there's going to be some doubling of positions. Like, do you think that's what this equates to? Or are they literally just like, hey, you guys are hemorrhaging money. Like, we need to cut costs. And it's just... Um, so, in my opinion here, what, what I'm seeing here is a very successful company, Microsoft, coming in um, not too long ago and, and buying out Activision Blizzard. Um, and so they're going through, and they're looking at everybody, and they're seeing where the bottlenecks are, who isn't doing their job, who is doing their job, um, and they're letting go of everybody. Now, 
with that being said, they're going to want to... I, I think that what's going to happen is the CDL is going to dissolve and something new is going to emerge this next year. Um, and they're going to rebuild the staff on every, on every, every point there. Um, okay, so nice. I can see where Microsoft was like, all right, these guys are shitters. They're fucking us up. Bye. Cleaning house. And then they're going to let some time to start putting job postings up, things like that. I mean, it's only what? It's almost February, and the new game comes out in, in uh, November, so they've got to get new people in the door. It's going to take some time to do that. I'm thinking maybe mid-time, summertime, uh, into fall time, they're going to start um, getting a good footing for, for the new division here. And then I'm sure by the, the time Camps is over with, the CDL will dissolve. And then we'll go to uh, there'll be a big announcement with uh, a new a new league um, for for, for professional Call of Duty. So I don't know what that's going to look like. I can see that coming back to the CWL. It could be something even more with um, yeah. something else. I mean, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Kind of seeing how that coming to play there, um, like that. Okay, I like it. Yeah, I hope that's the case. I really do. Yeah, me too. Um, and then also on the Sledgehammer side here, um, as Sledgehammer has appeared to have lost over 25% of their staff as of uh, the layoffs here recently with uh, employers across the QA, art, design, and other departments getting that they were laid off. So definitely uh, a sad time here to see all this here. Um, maybe 30% of the staff lost their jobs this, this week here, but um, it's Vanguard level launch support incoming. Yeah, yeah, for real, dude. Fuck, man, that's not good. Not good at all. Um, <sighs> and then going on to the other side here, uh, Activision President Rob Postick has announced new promotions at Activision with Matt Cox as the new general manager of Call of Duty, Tyler Ball as the new SVP of Activision Marketing, and Natasha Tatarkara as the new Chief Technology Officer at Activision. His full memo here that can be seen. So if you want to pause and read this, you can. I will not be reading this out loud, but this is just reiterating what I just spoke about here in this, uh, in this text above. So interesting stuff here. Maybe we're going to start seeing some new things pop up uh, with Call of Duty, with new management in play, maybe some better... Um, better Decision making, better leadership, things like that. We'll see. Only time can tell here. Anything to, to speak about before we move on? I uh, just hope the same. I mean, it's, you know, you're, us normie folk are, are unfamiliar with these people. So um, just best of luck. Don't, don't mess it up, please. Don't mess it up. <laughs> Basically, it's all you can hope for. Don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Um, and then moving on here. So we have the okay. former, former. CDL Commissioner Johanna Ferris has been named the new president of Blizzard. So definitely some hope here of the formal CDL Commissioner Johanna Ferrez uh, being named the new president of Blizzard there. So uh, very interesting to see that there. Um, I don't know what that could look like there. Um, lots, lots of things can be, uh, be taken in context here for this year. Um, but I think uh, it's more about the team around her. I mean, she did everything work smoothly when she was involved with duty, so I would expect everything to go pretty well. I mean, I saw Adam Apicella, like, 
speak highly just from following him and sh shouts out him by the way maybe this all cdl thing dies just in time for his uh non-compete to end and then we'll be in good graces yeah i agree man i agree so uh, on a, on a, yeah on another <laughs> side tangent, all i know but... is a lot of changes coming this year a lot of can a lot yeah. of change so it could be either really good or really bad month to month bro you just really I feel like... stay positive and look at the positives and look at the negatives man so we get into new so obviously, um, bounce off of that. I mean, God's not been in a good spot. Um, so change is necessary. And so the only thing we can look for is change. So we are. Um, so yeah, Matt Cox, as the uh, new SVP and general manager of Call of Duty, he's been at Activision for 15 years and has worked on Guitar Hero, Skylanders, Destiny, Call of Duty, hey. and was the recent VP of production product of Call of Duty. So he knows a lot about what he's doing there. So, Matt Cox, uh, good luck to you, sir. We good hope luck. We wish the best for you there. Godspeed. Um, moving on here. So we have the uh, oh, yeah, first anxious. reveal. He's going to get, look at this. I'm going to buy everything in this season pass. He's going to be so mad at me. <laughs> so we have season two being announced. It is dropping next week. Um, I believe the actual date is going to be February 7th, um, next Wednesday here, Face the Horde and Season 2 of Call of Duty Warzone and Modern Warfare 3 coming uh, February 7th here. So cool to see that Season 2 is right around the corner here. We got uh, Rick Grimes from Walking Dead as a new operator, and then we have the OG helicopter returning as well. And then Fortune's Keep in the background being teased. Um, so a lot of cool things to see there. Anything that you want to speak about there? Um, just a, it's crazy seeing Walking Dead still a thing. Like, glad it's in the game. Uh, yeah, that's about it, really. I mean, they just the other operators, those other two are like straight ass, bro. Like, it's like let's stop customizing when we get to the pants. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, I don't get it, bro. But I mean, maybe eventually they'll have a little something I can spend my points on and screenshot anxious, but. <laughs> Yeah, no, it'll be cool. I'm glad. I'll probably start grinding ranked more when the reset happens. To be honest with you, I just I did, I missed out on this whole last one. It was like what three three and a half weeks long of grinding ranked. Yeah. For the reset. Yeah. Three weeks. Yeah, reset. So it's all good. No worries there. I definitely am in the same boat. You know what I'm saying? But uh, what are you now, by the way? Uh diamond one finally. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Yes. Uh... I've been grinding as much as I wish I could, but, you know, it is what it is. It happens. This shit, life happens, fuck. Yeah, it's all good. And moving on here. So um, many have been asking for uh, Activision to release a statement about the uh, multiplayer matchmaking and how it works in Call of Duty, and we finally got some answers with some key chat. factors. Um, so some connection. Uh, multiplayer matchmaking process uh, goes or the following so it takes an account of your connection your account to time to match your skill and performance your skill-based matchmaking uh, your platform what platform you're playing on if you have voice chat or not what input device you're playing on uh, what apps and modes you recently played and then playlist diversity um, which I mean a lot of this as far as like skill 
uh, and performance, which considers your kills, your deaths, your wins, your losses, and more. Um, as far as recent matches, I mean, it's definitely crazy to see uh, all of these these factors being included in trying to find one single match for you. Anything to uh, speak about here? Uh, just looking at it, like the I'm wondering, is voice chat like like you know what you're actually saying, or if you just got a yeah, you know, do you have a mic or not type thing? I mean, uh, I I think probably a little both, a little both, because you know they do have that new uh, that new yeah. ban where if you start talking crazy, they'll just go ahead and, and ban you, Mike. Yeah, I don't know, but only time will tell here. But that's just what I saw here on the TL, so. I figured I'd go ahead and let oh, everyone yeah. know there. And then uh, a second uh, a second thing, Activision has officially confirmed on record that there is no hit reg, damage-based, or aim assist-based factors that affect matchmaking in any way. Um, so if someone was complaining about skill-based hit reg, um, skill-based aim assist, damage, anything like that, there's uh, nothing... Uh, being a factor with uh, within matchmaking. Uh, also, purchasing store bundles does not affect matchmaking in any way. And there is also no AI in the Call of Duty multiplayer. So the official statement says as follows: Does the Call of Duty matchmaking process impact any in-game elements such as hit registration, player visibility, aim assist, damage, etc.? Answer: No. Our matchmaking process does not impact gameplay elements. Second question. Does spending money on Call of Duty content such as bundles, Battle Pass, or Black Cell change how players are matched? Question mark. The answer was money spent does not in any way, shape, or form factor into matchmaking. <clears throat> okay. And then the, uh, the last question here that was asked was does Call of Duty use bots in multiplayer uh, matchmaking? Question mark. Uh, and the answer was Call of Duty. Multiplayer does not use bots as part of the general matchmaking process. Uh, if this changes in the future, we will inform the community. So, cap. so cap. I'm going to go ahead and say cap on all of this because I've definitely seen uh, some hit registration not work. Uh, aim assist. Big capital, I mean, there was bro. definitely a, a clip that we saw in the previous um, podcast of, of someone on Warzone. Yeah, just getting absolutely hoed for no reason. Um, and then I've definitely seen some testing from uh, a lot of people in the community, uh, showing that uh, bundles, battle passes, you buy something that you get matched up with like a lower tier team, so that you can shit on them and make you feel good uh, mm -hmm. using that new weapon or new new bundle. Um, and I've definitely seen that happen. Definitely seen yeah. that happen. Um, and then bots and multiplayer, I definitely. So even so, this response right here. Let me break it down for you. This is such a HR heavy answer. If this changes in the future, we will form the community. So that's already something that they're thinking about, bro. They've already decided. Yeah, if they have plans to, to implement this, if they haven't already, um, and they probably just decided to uh, to revert it, make this statement, and then push it back in there. I don't know, man. Yeah, I just, they would have left that sentence out. Yeah, Otherwise, it's them telling on themselves right there. Yeah, they just showed their hand. Good, yep. congratulations. Yep, GG. Uh, multiplayer <laughs> is uh, dead. Um, and then I wanted to kind of go into here. I got some leaks for you guys for the final uh, final topics of discussion here. 
for Season 2 weapons. This is not announced or not confirmed here, but we'll probably see the FN F2000 from Modern Warfare 2 original make a return here as an AR. Then we'll also have a second, a Beretta XRK160, uh, which will be called the HRM556, which is an AR, which is probably what that Call of Duty Ghost um, gun was back in the day there. And then we have the Rime, uh, the Ram 9 SMG making a return, uh, a compound bow for uh, that last uh, thing there. And, and a sword? A, and a sword. I was like, let me get the sword, bro. That'd be cool. So yeah, I'll be interested to see if these guns um, are any, any good there. Um, that first one on the crossbow. top left looks crazy. Yeah, top left, that's an FN. Thousand. That's gonna look crazy. Gonna look crazy. Need that. Um, and then the last topic here. Um, for Black Ops Call for the twenty twenty four Call of Duty. Um, we have a a list of launch weapons that have been leaked here. So, as far as Gulf War, Colt model, baby. Colt model. Colt model. We have the uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine assault rifles. We have a uh, a Colt Model 723, an AK-74, uh, a uh, SETME Model L, an AS Val, an M16, an L85, an AR-18, uh, a Mendoza RM2, and a Thar 80 coming in for the assault rifles. And we'll have one, two, three, four battle rifles called the Sig. Um, Stig SG542, another CTEME Model C, FA, uh, FAL, and the AEK973. Uh, then we're going to have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine submachine guns, um, a, P a PDW, uh, an FMAE, MP5 making a return, SR2 okay. or dance, um, and Embel. Uh, a Grud, uh, Rend, uh, SR3 Vic, Vickler, PP90 making a return, and the Colt. I'm not talking Akira, 9mm. Yeah. We got some shotguns coming into play. We got some light machine guns coming into play. We got some. Uh, I was wondering if it was the whole rifles. list. We got, uh, looks like four sniper rifles the Dragonov, the P. PGM Ultima, PGM Hellcat, and the L96 from Black Ops Original 1 making a return. No way. That's sick. Oh. That is so sick. Oh, yeah. I can't that wait so for that. Sick. Um, and then we got Let's a bunch go. of pistols, a bunch of launchers, knives as well. Um, ray gun and jet gun for zombies, a breaching tool. Interesting stuff there. Okay. So, uh, so some interesting stuff there. Some weapons coming into to Gulf War there, not confirmed, but definitely something to go off of here. If you want to screenshot that and look at that on your own, you can. Definitely crazy to see there. But um, as far as everything else that I had there, I mean, that's all the topics of discussion I had. Um, I don't know if uh, you wanted to talk about or mention anything else. I like the ending it with the leaks like that. I mean, I'm interested for Black Ops Gulf War. I mean, Treyarch's finally back. You know, this game's great. Don't get me wrong. There's always something to complain about, but definitely cool to see some leaks. Shouts out Ultra. I mean, we got, what, two and a half weeks until qualifiers come back, so there might be a little break from us on our side, but 
uh, once the topics pile up, you know, we'll y'all be seeing us again. But no, I thought this was a good one, bro. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Same here. I mean, definitely some uh, CDL great. Great games were played this weekend here. GGs, um, yeah. GGs to uh, you know Toronto Ultra. Um, I mean, and then also a lot of all the uh, news that came out this week as well. Um, sad to see that the the support's going away. So best of luck to everyone that got laid off. I hope the best for them and to find uh, employment fast for them there. And then also these leaks here. Excited for Treyarch. New beginnings for the CDL. Hopefully. Um, or just competitive Call of Duty for the end of the year coming into Black Ops Cold War. Um, super excited to, to see maybe uh, a Black Ops 1 type environment again um, with some cool guns and Treyarch being the leader um, within the development as well. So cool, cool to see you there. But, um, but yeah, uh, if you made it this far here, we really appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, Mr. Amane, really appreciate you coming in here like always, spitting your, your facts and your two cents. Mr. Executive Producer. Um, hey, appreciate you, man. Yes, sir, man. We always appreciate you. If you guys have anything that you want to see uh, covered on Blind Counter, uh, any topics of discussion, anything like that, definitely let us know in the comments below uh, what you'd like to see here. If you have any clips or anything like that you want to showcase. Pull, them um, up, pull it up on X real quick. Show them where to go. Show them where to, show them where to go. Go where ahead. To send the clips. Go ahead. You got clips. You got we clips. We want them. You got ammo. Let us know. Go ahead, type in blind counter on your X search bar. Boom, blind Bam. counter. Go ahead. At blind you. counter, we got you. Add us, DM us. We want to see your clips. Um, and we'll probably start getting into some clips of the week here. But everything posted here on the link tree. If you want to go ahead and check us out here, Mr. Amane, the Akira Amane on Twitter, myself, the Offset X on Twitter. Go ahead and leave us a follow. Drop us a follow on blind counter. We're we're gonna be live every uh every every Monday night uh at uh what time a nine nine p.m. nine Eastern nine Eastern um and then uh eight eight PM Central Central so go ahead we're on Twitch the Offset on Twitch and then we're also uh, on YouTube at the Blind Counter on YouTube Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well at the Blind Counter there. Go ahead, look us up. Leave us a follow there if you want to listen mobily. Um, but hey, it's been a good episode this far. Uh, Mr. Yes, Monty, really appreciate you again. Everyone in the chat, really appreciate you. Mr. Anxious, we see you and Dad. Everyone else that tuned in, really appreciate you guys in the chat as well. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Oh. Uh.